Hatfields. This is a brand new uh, aspect of the show, All Indie Wrestling. We're going to start talking about the WWE along with the comics, a little bit more mainstream stuff, a little bit more accessible for everyone. We want to separate it for all the hardcore fans out there that love indie wrestling. And you know, it just occurred to me a while back, we've been talking all damn day today. And guys, this is our new, this is our new guy, Tom. He's, he's our indie expert. Uh, Tom, say hello. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing tonight? We hope you guys are doing good out there. And we hope you guys like our podcast today. Again, all indie wrestling. But it occurred to me, how many fucking times did we use the word indie or indie indie wrestling today? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. How did we? Like um, 50, 60 times. Like, yeah. That was, yeah. Like, that's that's all we've been talking about. And it, it, it makes me feel good to be able to do this uh, with an expert. Uh, how long have you been watching? About 22 years now. Yeah. Yeah, my my buddy Colin that we do uh, minefields regularly. He's actually uh, actually busy right now. He's an expert in everything as well. Uh, he, he really likes there to be a lot more than indie stuff right now. And I wanted to make sure we please appeased all of our our listeners that would subscribe to the minefields brand. It's whatever the fuck we want, film, comic books. But this is what's important to you because we feel that comic books and wrestling go hand in hand. So we know that if you're listening, you love some good comics. You're waiting for the good stuff for this week. But we're here to talk about a few things that's happened this week. We wanna we want to talk about the G1 just a little bit, uh, just a wrap-up, especially like aftermath-type stuff. Uh, I, want to, I definitely want to focus on Impact. Last episode was absolutely fire. I was so pleased with it. It made me... I, I'm just so happy with the direction they're going with. Uh, we're going to briefly touch on the latest episode of Ring of Honor, uh, but only briefly because it wasn't that good, and then it led yeah. into a pay-per-view that was absolutely forgettable. <laughs> and anything else that pops into our head... Um, what was your favorite thing that's happened this week, man? Ooh, this week's a tough one. I gotta be honest, while the build-up's kind of slower than I'm ready for, Cage, Mundo, and Taya and Jordan, uh, Jordan Grace, and I remember watching her a while ago, I, I, not that long, the first time I saw her was all in the, all in, uh, on, over the butch of Battle Royal. Yeah. And I thought, the only girl in there, she's awesome, she's not Barbie cut, she's throwing good moves, and I started following her on Twitter. And now she's main event. I was just talking with my yeah. wife. This girl we watched when she was nothing is now main event on Impact, and that's huge for me. I love the way she sells herself. Uh, one of the things that stands out to me, she's a bigger girl, but, and, and forgive me, I'm going to say the word sexy, but at the same time, she's also absolutely a phenomenal wrestler. That girl right. can actually wrestle and right. really put people in their place. And I, I hesitate to say sexy, but it's the first thing that popped in my head because her she just looks so beautiful. But she at the same really time, is. she yeah. makes it so easy, and yeah. and and it's 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 a discredit to be like, oh, she's a great women's wrestler. No, she's a fucking wrestler. Right. It doesn't matter yeah. what gender. If you can wrestle and hold your own, you're a fucking wrestler. We can get away with that whole women's revolution thing because if you're a good wrestler, you can handle your own with the other. And I know the good women wrestlers can always handle their own with the guys, and that's all that matters. That's why she was the only one in the all-in battle royal, the yeah. only woman, you know, because she could handle it. There was no question. All-in was so much fun, man. That was probably one of the best interviews <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. I watched it three times. I did cry a couple of times. I and, cried yeah. through the whole fucking thing, yeah, man. Just, and right, there's yeah. response, and I'm telling people that don't care. Like, this is a big night. You know, you try to, people think WrestleMania is the big night, but no. all-in was the big night. All-in. World changing. Can you imagine? Like, I, I wonder. I want to know what happened. Like, Cody. I want to like just make it comical. You know, like if if I was going to draw it out, I can see Cody puff puff puffing, 
seeing the numbers that are coming from New Japan, especially the numbers that are coming from their t-shirt sales from Hot Topic, that these guys are already millionaires. Their wives are kick-ass supportive women, helping them run the business. The Bucks' wives are running it out of the, of the fucking garage. They might work harder than them, Yeah, honestly. Exactly. Uh, making sure everything gets out on time. Every, like, every order I've gotten from the Young Bucks was pristine. It wasn't dented. It wasn't weird. It was, mm-hmm. it, and they're in hot topic. They're looking at these numbers, and they say, and then they see what Meltzer says, you know, you know, this would never happen. And he's like, mm, you know what? What do you guys think? <laughs> like, what do you guys think? Like, what were the Bucks drinking that night, if they drank at all? I'm, I'm, they, they rarely show it in being the elite. But what? You know what? Fuck it. Fuck this asshole. Fuck his six-star rating bullshit. Mm-hmm. Let's let's fucking do it on our own and not give a shit and go scope it out. We've got the money. And they did it with the guy who gave the six-star... Who got the six-star <laughs> matches. Yeah. The guy... Yeah. I mean, they did it on their own. They pioneered, and that's kind of the dream. Like, that's the wrestling dream. It's not what really happens much, but the dream is you want to be a wrestler. You train to be a wrestler. You work hard, and you get the dream. And except... No one gets that, but now, not only the books, not only Cody, not only Kenny, they're extending it to a whole company. And they're taking care of the wrestlers. Let's move on to uh, All Elite. What, are you, what was your first thoughts when you, when you heard the rumor that they might be doing a different uh, independent wrestling organization? My first thoughts were the fears that Meltzer was talking about, that they're going to fail, they're going to give up, it's going to be a bust. And, uh, you know, those are my fears, those are my thoughts, but... My hope was just, it's going to be what we want. This is, they know they're doing this because we want it, and it's not here. And then they did it, you know what I mean? So I'm just sitting there thinking, they're going to deliver for us. Matches get announced, and the matches are for us. Who the hell is Bandito, man? Who the fuck is Bandito? But all of a sudden, main event dude, now main event in Ring of Honor, now important, he wants to be in the uh, New Japan Junior, uh, you know, championships and stuff, like... All of a sudden, almost a household name in wrestling because of All In. And that's what we wanted. We don't want Cena and Reigns. We do not want Cena and Reigns. <laughs> no, we, we, we've had enough. I'm not, I'm not a child anymore, but I still watch it as a child. Yeah. I'm still, I'm 36 years old, but I'm still a 12-year-old fucking kid right. trapped in a 36-year-old man's body, still, like, worrying about when they get hurt. Yep. And... I, I gotta say, my first thought when I heard the rumor that this might be escalating to a new organization was like, "Fuck, Bullet Club is really not okay." <laughs> like, and, and, and then I had to get over it because I want the best for these wrestlers. I right. want them. I want them to. They're already over. I don't have to worry about that. I want them to take the chances. I, and it, it was one of those things when. A couple years ago, uh, the, one of the best, most epic writers on Spider-Man is a guy named Dan Slott. He's one of the biggest, biggest uh, Spider-Man fans you could ever possibly imagine. And the, the word got out that he was killing Peter Parker. He was getting death threats. I mean, like, it was bad. I mean, it was, it, it, like, this, he's a, this nice chubby guy from Brooklyn that just posts a lot of Instagram pictures of food and smiling with Spider-Man fans. And he's getting death threats. Parker dies. They introduced the superior Spider-Man, uh, the Dr. Octopus has invaded his brain, killed off the consciousness of Parker, and they start the Superior Spider-Man. And guess what? It was superior. There was this guy that uh, posted on one of the comic book blogs, was like, listen, how can you... This guy has successfully pleased us for probably eight 
years in a row. He's never let us down. He's the biggest Spider-Man fan in the world. You cannot doubt that he's going to go with expert carrier. This isn't like, oh, we're bored. Let's just kill Parker. That wasn't what it was. It was to develop a better story with Dr. Octopus that actually was a superior Spider-Man until it came to making the hard decisions when he had to release Parker, like, who was actually still kind of in there. That's how I was approaching it when I, when I heard, after I initially got over the reaction, when I realized that Bullet Club was effectively done. We'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, okay, all elite. And they're going to take care of us. And especially they're going to take care of the wrestlers, which is what is really matters. What are, you, what are your thoughts? It's just huge. I mean, even, I know there was that John Oliver thing, and I love John Oliver, and maybe not everything was up-to-date or accurate, maybe some of it was smear. If it's true that they see their wrestlers in the big company as, what is that, free agents or contracted right. workers... I mean, let's be honest. If we know the dirt sheets, we know when someone gets injured, they get worked on by the WWE doctors. Yeah. So are they be paying a shit ton of money to go to the WWE doctors, or are they getting health care for free, just not under a contract? So I don't know exactly what's going on there, because don't we always get updates from WWE doctors? For the big guys, uh, we got maybe like three or four for Sammy. Yeah. We got like three or four for Sammy. They videotaped everything they did on, on John Cena and, and Seth Rollins when True. they got hurt. But the, like Sammy was kind of a bigger name. He was kind of getting a little bit more over. Yeah. But I'm talking about in terms of that we trust the elite to take care of the wrestlers. Huh. Yeah. And to take care of to take care of the the the, the crowd and know they're they're gonna deliver some really good hard hitting Actual, one of my favorite reasons I love wrestling is I get to use the word feud in regular conversation. But, and then also, they're going to drain us every fucking penny they can with a new kick-ass t-shirt, which I have no problem going yeah. out for. <laughs> Yo, no I mean, problem. You put out something someone wants, that's the whole point. When I've always said, when a telemarketer has to sell something, if someone has to sell something to me, it's not worth buying, because they have to sell it. No one sold me the Young Buck shirt, no one sold me AEW. And if we're talking, like, honestly about how much they care, because that's what this, you know, the healthcare and everything comes down to is, you know, it, it, it's almost selfish in benefit for the fans. The wrestlers right. are being selfish for themselves, which means they won't die in five years. We won't Eddie Guerrero this shit. Like, oh, we are yeah. going to have these guys here forever until they retire because they choose because they were taken care of. And that was a wrestler's choice to do, not some business owner. And that's awesome. Or, or you, you, you abused yourself so badly to get yourself over for so long because right. that was your gimmick and you just literally have to because the doctor says, you know, one more chair shot, you're dead. One more, one more pile driver, you're done. Um, talking about elite again. I've t- we talked about it in this former podcast, but I'm running it past you. Uh, rumors are that they're going to have the television show going at least by October. It's going to be on Turner Network. It was it TNT or, or T- not? I think they're not sure yet. So yeah, but it, it's Turner, but it's it's Southern, so that that makes sense because they're in Jacksonville. But um, from what I understand and from what I can piece together, and I think this is absolutely intelligent and genius on their part, they don't know what to do. In re- well, they've got a good idea about what they want to do for the television show. They can't do it the way WWE does. They can't do it the way Impact does or Ring of Honor, which barely does it at all, or even New Japan, <laughs> which you, if you stay up long enough to watch the, uh, the interviews backstage afterwards. There's two shows now. Being the Elite started as 
we're hungover, we're tired, we're in an airport, here's something funny that happened, it was ten minutes long. Here's a little story. Yeah, here's a little story, and it completely evolved into something that was beyond the control of New Japan Pro and Ring of Honor, because they, they all of a sudden get a million hits every episode, and they start featuring better, more, more wrestlers that they want to get over because they like the guys, and they said in today's, or yesterday's, uh, that we're doing this to get our friends over that helped us over, and we want to, you know, return the favor. And you see Joey Ryan, you see Juice Robinson. Shima. Shima, yeah, exactly. And we'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> but they've got the second TV show. Now, Being the Elite is really whimsical. It's funny. You know, there's Cody, Cody like, hearing shit from real far away. <laughs> uh, you know, they've really gotten these extra bits of their character development over. And then with the Road to Double or Nothing, they're showing... All the backstage stuff, like the all of a sudden you've got a, a window view to Brandy being like, no, I don't like that design. No, this is a kick-ass design. You're going to work with her now, and she's going to design your shit. And then, uh, what is She's getting pissed off. That, that, that one guy that, uh, I always forget his name, T, uh, uh, not MJF. Yeah. MJF, and, a little bitch. And, I love him. I love him. I love him. Like, the heat this guy's garnering is just phenomenal. It, 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 it turned from a snowball to, like, a giant glacier yeah. that's just rolling. And, and when he gets his ass kicked, and I hope he doesn't, I hope he, I hope he, whatever happens, that he just gets more heat. Yeah. Um, he should be the first AEW champ. <laughs> How mad would the world be? That would be so awesome. <laughs> the heat. Because everyone's expecting uh, uh, either Kenny, Kenny, Kenny or Cody to, to put the belt on. Maybe Pac, maybe Adam, but yeah, yeah. everyone respects him. Yeah, exactly. Why not? <laughs> Someone you're just fucking pissed and you can't. It's, it's genius. You're Why even watch the show? No, it's just more crap, right? Or, no, no, you're so mad, but it's not like that. No, it's, I'm so mad. I'm watching because I can't wait to watch this guy get killed. Good point. Good <laughs> like point. The, the point of the heat in the first place. All right, so uh, back to the design of the two shows. It's like they've got two good ideas and they're about to meet in the middle, and that's I think what AEW is going to do when it comes to the actual show, and also of course the kick-ass, you know, wrestling. Right, the, the real wrestling that, that in it's a litmus test. I think they're they're failing in some points. Not 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 failures. Like it's it's like it doesn't work. work. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah, exactly. And then eventually, the librarian like, shit. Yeah, like <laughs> the, like, like the librarian thing. They like, voiced how sick they were of that shit so many times. Yeah. Like this shit is a joke. This sucks. But I mean, they promised it to us and they're doing it. They're and it's going to be a lot of fun. It is, and then, you know, even though they hate it, they're having fun still. You know who tried out for the librarian was Blue Pants. Yeah, blue pants. Yeah, Lena. Her name's Lena. I follow her on, on on Facebook. She's like a really hardcore cosplay chick. From what I understand, uh, from some weird random dirt shit I read, uh, when she was in XT, she was getting drunk, way too hardcore, <laughs> uh, having way too much fun, not taking everything oh, like serious. Yeah, I mean, she would come out like the whole, like her outfit was actually uh, an X Men first class like ripoff, which was great. It, right, blue, blue pants, but she's doing all that at one point too. Yeah, and she's part of Shiver now. Yeah, is it Shimmer? I think it's it's it's. I'm pretty sure it's actually Wow, is it not Wow? No, that's uh, you know. We you keep know. we keep thinking about Tessa Blanchard because <laughs> yeah, cause that's even unfortunate to con- confuse. It's it's hard to think about anyone else when it comes to Tessa Blanchard. Sometimes she's the other Charlotte, not you know. I mean, she's Charlotte if Charlotte went up to the Indies. Right. She's got the talent. She's got the family. She's got the name. She's got the confidence. But I mean, you know, she's wrestling. Not to be shitty to TNA, but she's wrestling kind of B with kind of B people telling her what to do. So, I, I mean, she hasn't had Fit Finley and Ric Flair sit down with yeah. her and be like, this is what you got to do. Well, I mean, she does have a really famous father, but even yeah. then, even then, it's not like 
her dad's not going out there crying all the goddamn time. <laughs> trying to get her over. <laughs> She's trying to get her over. Not one, that she needed. And just real quick, uh, is it just me, and I just want to be the first one to say it out loud, I, I don't like the way Ric Flair looks at his daughter. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 I don't want I didn't want to ever talk about that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It, it's the same thing with Hulk Hogan and his daughter. Like, I, I as someone who has a new daughter... I understand wanting to touch your daughter and love her and show her that you care. Yeah, but now, he's, he's looking at her in a totally yeah, different as way. As someone that has a 20 plus 30 something maybe year old daughter who has fake tits and is half naked, everything's uncomfortable now. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, just I, all weird. I, it, it looks like it's uncomfortable, like, but I, I, not that I'm saying that. Anything. I just, I just, all I'm insinuating is I don't like the way yeah, he looks at this it's uncomfortable. This is no Game of Thrones shit, but yeah, exactly. You know. You know, I wouldn't want to have a hot daughter if I was old. <laughs> Especially when you didn't fucking raise, right? <laughs> Shit, seriously. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's talk about more radio before we get to Impact. Um, what do you think, in your wildest of dreams, that this, within logic, can go? Do you really think that this is the new WCW? I think, first of all, as someone who loves WCW more than I will ever love WWF or WWE, more than the Attitude Era, more than Stone Cold or The Rock. I love WCW. I think calling it the new WCW is actually an insult. Only because, fuck the Turner shit, fuck the money. This isn't about the money at this point. These are people with heart that are making a wrestling company. And with, I've said this a couple times today, but like, when you really care about something, when something really matters to you, it's easy, and it is easy, and these guys are having an easy time, they're hiring amazing wrestlers from all over the world, they're selling out shows easy, I think this is going to be a million times bigger one day than WWE, than WCW, I think this is going to transcend wrestling and become a show that people are like, hey, did you watch Game of Thrones, and also did you catch AEW? Like, That's a great point, because it, yeah, one of the things I've noticed is that I've met more and more people, and because all I ever talk about is comic books and wrestling, I've gotten almost all my friends to start watching. Like, every time any anything's going on, my phone gets blown up. It just honors me. Like, what do I think? What do you care what I think? I'm happy to tell you, but yeah. I'm happy that you you care what, what I think. What I think is yeah. it's awesome that you care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly my point. Like, like the, the, the wrestling whisperer. And, and what, when I'm thinking about AEW, and I'm wearing the fucking shirt right now for something sure. that doesn't even exist yet. I'm thinking... T-shirt company. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about a, a, a very specific parallel. Vince bought the company by borrowing money from his... Well, borrowing money from his dad to put on WrestleMania. WrestleMania was a huge hit. He was able to buy it from his dad. Tony Canal is doing the same fucking thing. And But Tony Canal isn't the, the uh, bastard son of uh, an old-school territory guy. He's a guy that was taken care of that is humble... Like, loves ECW more than anything he could possibly imagine. Educated. Educated. In educated in wrestling. Knows all the ins and outs, the backs of the business, how to take care of the boys, how to get good booking, how to make sure not to do shady business deals. And one thing that really stood out for me from, uh, I think it was two episodes of, of uh, Being the Elite, uh, when uh, Bischoff was at the beginning, and Bischoff is like, you know, just enjoy it while it's there. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be like, motherfucker, <laughs> like, enjoy it while it's here. Like, I'm going to make this last. Thanks to you, I'm going to make this last right. 30 years longer just doing everything you didn't do. This isn't <laughs> a flaming gift that's going to burn out. Like, yeah. This is now a thing that we started uh, uh, you know, at the bottom, and right. we're building a real strong structure. Yeah, we've got, granted, we've got Kenny, but we don't have to 
like, get Hogan. We don't have to get Diesel. We don't have to get Razor. Uh, we don't have to. We're getting all. The, we're getting Jungle Boy. Right. We're getting transgender wrestlers. So we don't give a shit. Yeah. Not that Sony's transgender, but obviously, Sony, first of all, we're talking to talk about beautiful dudes. Sony's a pretty guy. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I don't know what he said. You can call him him or her. Right. But, and Naya, yeah, like, they're doing different world-changing things, and it's exciting. We don't need Randy Orton. We no. don't need Braun Strowman. We don't need sleeper holds. We need people that know how to wrestle. We need people that know how to wrestle and build that in-ring psychology and make me care about what happens in the ring as opposed to falling asleep during a match and then only paying attention during the big nets. Right. Because I was just thinking after I said that, if Randy Orton saw a tweet of me saying he doesn't know how to wrestle, mm-hmm. I'd be torn to shreds, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I get, you know, he can wrestle. He, he can sports entertain. But when he wants to. We're talking, yeah, we're talking about wrestling, whether people are watching or not, trying to put on the best show you can. And that's not, that's AEW. That's not anything else right now, really, besides maybe Impact. Yeah, Impact, Impact. Oh, well, actually, before we get to Impact, let's talk about uh, G1. Anything that's good after you? Ah, okay, I hate to be the guy. I loved G1. I loved it. The Ring of Honor stuff was timed weird. It felt weird. It did not. It felt like you were watching ballet, and then hip-hop dancers jumped in in the middle of it. And then you went back to ballet. Oh, you mean Enzo and Cass. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say homeless people. (laughs) I mean, the Enzo and Cass thing, actually, I don't hate Enzo. I've heard a lot of his interviews, and as a person, I think he's actually vaguely decent. And if he can make a career off wrestling, fine. You know, Cass, I, I'm not, I don't really care. But that whole thing was supposed to be storyline, two dudes jumping. And for days, even the in, in, in New Japan Pro Wrestling people didn't know that it was a work because of how no poor the quality was. Yeah, it was terrible. And that was Ring of Honor the whole time, though. I mean, you could see them pulling their punches. I mean, and, and first off, you have Bully Ray jumping on a guy that is literally 100 pounds lighter than him. <laughs> That I would expect one good jaw punch down, down, down. And you know, I, you know, I'm gonna humor you in that. You know, I'm sure Enzo isn't a bad dude. I'm sure he's pro- like he's he's involved in like a lot of. You know, he obviously enjoys the sleazy rap aspects yeah. of sleazy rap life. Fortunately, that's just people now, right? Right, right, exactly. But he, he's probably not a bad guy. I can totally imagine him whispering into some half-drunk girl about how all the Instagram followers they have and, and, and how he, she should be honored to be there. Yeah. But, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Celebrity does shit to you. You know, it, it, it not does. everyone's a great person, and if not a great person became a celebrity, maybe he wasn't awesome. But I did watch, I literally hated myself for this, because I probably spent hours of my life watching this recent uh, Enzo interviews about stuff, and you can tell he's talking out of his ass, you know, he sells himself, but there are times where he's talking about someone, like Bully Ray, or just mm-hmm. someone he respects, and I'm like, shit. He really does love him. He, he likes wrestling, he likes certain dudes, and he likes the guys you're supposed to like, I mean, he says the things you're supposed to say, and I don't hate him for it. I think they mishandled him. I, like uh, Triple H found him in a gym, pretty much. Uh, if I would have seen the tape that supposedly got to Triple H that got him to Florida, I would have not put him in the ring. I would have made him a manager and made him a backstage writer and have him beef up everyone's fucking promos yeah. and and really have a, a really good ear to the ground and make sure everyone got shined up. He could have been a manager out there shining cast up, just the way yeah. Paul Heyman does with uh, Brock Lesnar, and... Yeah. Imagine Enzo selling anyone. I mean, Cass is barely sellable. Imagine uh, Enzo selling Cedric Alexander. Oh, that would have been awesome. Anyone. Anyone that actually has talent. And Cass, 
is not that. I mean, I'm not trying to talk shit. I love wrestlers. I don't want to talk shit on any wrestler. No, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Cass is not that guy you need to push because he has nothing, <laughs> nowhere to go. He's not that special. Like, there, yeah. there was nothing that really stood out with him other than that his best friend was a guy that was a, a fucking fire right. explosion fire that just came in the room. And he was tall. Yeah, he was yeah, telling his cool, big I ass. I love the fact that every time he came out, like, they put the camera on him and it just said, big ass. <laughs> <laughs> and big ass. I have not noticed that. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, or G1, sorry, we got uh, G1. Oh, damn, um, uh, my homegirl, Turnbuckle Chick, she was there, I spotted her in the fucking crowd, texted her, immediately responds, is that you? Immediately responds back. With a photo of Okada climbing, <laughs> climbing over the barrier that's like literally one foot away from her, I'm like, okay, that's you. That's awesome. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, awesome. that's you. Uh, she's got she's got some good stuff, and I, I definitely wish the best for her. I'm gonna help her out as much as I can. Nice. But uh, I, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I loved watching Bully Ray just being the bully. That was the match that was awesome. That Bully Ray that everyone wanted it to be one way and it went another way, where it was like the six-man. That match was amazing. Yeah, that was really And the New Japan stuff was obviously classic. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I agree. Go on. <laughs> uh, the one thing that stood out was how technically sound Okada was with Switchblade. I, I, I really want to know what was going through their head, because in my opinion, I feel that they lost Kenny, and it was the first time it happened... Uh, sorry to bring it back to the Bullet Club, but it was the first time that happened that the leader of the Bullet Club left, and there was not someone just as good that was going to get even better to, to replace them as the leader. Uh, you know, Devitt was replaced by uh, AJ, and they started that kick-ass tradition in order to leave the Bullet Club and go to WWE, we're going to stomp you in the fucking dirt. <laughs> and, but there was no one to do that for Kenny, because no one's going to stomp Kenny. And then, they, <laughs> and then they, put the, they put the strap on a gaijin that... Oh. Like still greenish, totally green. green. Okay, I'm like not totally green. green. I know he wrestled on Ring of Honor forever, but yeah, green. compared to Kenny or compared yeah. to any of the original Bullet Club leaders, Even the New Japan style, just yeah. green. Yeah, he, he he didn't have enough rolling for him yet. I think they made a poor decision and put it on a Gaijin because okay, we got to have a Gaijin to be the leader of the Bullet Club, mm-hmm. and they had to obviously fix it. But the match was sound, but I didn't find it that special. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, oh, so, one, so, one thing I want to say about Okada, and I didn't realize this, I watched a lot, I mean, probably a year of his matches, you know, year's worth of matches. Yeah. And then uh, I saw this comment where someone's just like, I don't see what's good about Okada. He doesn't do his own thing, it's special. And the response to the comment was, because like, he's such a fucking master that he doesn't have his own thing. He waits until you start wrestling him. He wrestles your style and he out-wrestles you. Awesome. Kenny want to do some crazy shit? Okada did some crazy shit. Jay Lethal wants to chain wrestle? He out-chain wrestled. Like, that's Okada's character, and I was just like, boom, holy shit, mind blown. I didn't ever think about it. That's awesome. awesome. He literally can mirror you and beat you, and that's Okada's character. It's like the, the Taskmaster. Yes! <laughs> like the Taskmaster, yes. yeah. The comic, not the wrestler. The comic, not the wrestler. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you ever see his action figure? The wrestler? No, 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 the Shockmaster, sorry. The shock. Oh, damn. Yeah, no, the, no, no, no. It, it's Stormtrooper. It's, the, it's, it's a, the, the Shockmaster, uh, it's one of the elite figures, and it's the, it's not positioned, or you, you can see him standing there. No. It's him crashing through the wall <laughs> upside down. That's how they packaged it. Oh, was, was him, and then you could turn it around, and they, there was a window too, like a little bit, like yeah, like that's how they packaged it. You obviously couldn't open it. <laughs> you obviously couldn't open it. Uh, oh, but uh, yeah, for uh, for guys just tuning in, 
I feel like a lot of people are really just getting their beaks wet when it comes to New Japan. And why do you like New Japan? Ooh, hard question. I mean, easy question, but a long answer. Get to it. Uh, make it short. You know, New Japan gives respect back to wrestling. Ring of Honor tries. They do the handshake, and it's it's sweet. It's cute. <laughs> Sounds so to me. I don't mean to. But New Japan doesn't need to do a forced handshake. They're vignettes. Their interviews, their pictures of their wrestlers on social media. Everything about it is a truly respected sport. They are treating these people like gods. And these people act like gods. Mm-hmm. When Okada is in the ring, I have never once seen him get... I've never once seen uh, um, Ibushi, Okada, Nato, any of these guys, while you may call them lazy because you don't understand the style, they give 100%. They give beautiful matches, and then... They don't get arrested. They don't talk shit. They're just classy dudes who did a great match, respected each other, even if they're supposed to hate each other, and then we get to watch the next great match next week. It's really all in ring psychology. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. like, even, like, when you, when you talk about Naito, like, it, it, I want to know, what, like, okay, you're sitting down with Chris Jericho, why'd you jam your hero? And, like, listen, I'm going to hit you so hard, I'm going to break your eye socket. I know that wasn't really said, but you could... It had, been, it had to have been understood that this was going to be as crazy it can possibly be with two guys brawling. And this is an obvious risk. And there was no there was no backstage heat. There was no uh, rag sheets about Naito. Like, can't fucking believe he did that. No, none of that shit. Naito didn't do any of that sort of stuff. He just ripped Jericho's hair out, too. Remember that? Yeah, he ripped, ripped it. his skull apart, practically. And, and they were uh, just like, that was a cool match, bro. Yep. Yeah. Way to get it over. <laughs> uh... uh Colin and I talk about this a lot. It's one of our absolute favorite parts about New Japan is the honor involved, especially with the Young Lion, oh, aka yeah. Young Young Boy program. I think they, like, honestly, I feel I feel like once like New Japan started getting more and more uh, popular, they they changed it from Young Boy to Young Lion because someone said that kind of sounds kind of gay. And they took like a ten year break, didn't they? They had Young Lions in like the eighties and nineties, and if I recall, and I may not, there was like a ten year break where they were just like, ah, I don't know, whatever, this shit sucks. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, re- I mean, not recently, but mm-hmm. recently ish, they came back, and I, I love it. I mean, we got the guys in Ring of Honor right now too, though. Frederick, God, I can't do Frederick Douglass or Call for Ah, you know who I'm talking. I know about. who you're talking about. We got those three dudes who are wrestling Ring of Honor in New Japan, and like. It's been years. Like, I, I don't know if it was uh, Shinsuke or who it was, but there was a last class, if I'm right. And I could be wrong. There's lots of wrestling. Yeah, stuff, always fact checks us. Yeah. We get, you got the email, but yeah, keep going, man. I just, I remember it being gone for a long time. And then when New Japan started getting bigger again, finally, after they kind of rebranded themselves, they brought it back. And it's just, to me, it's such an illustrious choice. If you could see the people from NXT respecting, and what's funny is, we do see that at WrestleMania. They give these special entrances. But if you actually saw a non-Kayfabe just respect towards the people that were your elders in the company. Exactly. It's just beautiful. And then... The story of if, what if one of those young lions goes to feud with that person they respected, they right. ice packed, they dust. I mean, it's just, it, it goes beyond normal storytelling because it's decades in time. It really builds them up. It really builds your love in the company you're taking care of. Yeah, you got to take care of these guys for a while, but even then, like, you go on your excursion, and we were talking about it earlier, like, yeah, like, o- Okada was Samojo's, like, sidekick, uh, guy that carried the camera around, he was Okado. <laughs> he was Okado, and, yeah, they didn't do that much with him, and then, like, uh, I can't remember what interview I was listening to, like, 
what happens to these bookers when they like don't use a guy like Okada or, or Kenny Omega, and they're like, Get, we don't we don't care about yep. you. Like you can go if you want. We don't care. We're not gonna we're not gonna like give you a non uh, non wrestling clause. You can just go do whatever you want. Yeah, and then he goes and, and then all of a sudden like, how did we let this go? Like the same way I would imagine Bischoff filled. Uh, felt when he fired Stone Cold and then, <laughs> <laughs> on the Sunday, you fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> he got hurt. Just send him the FedEx. We don't care enough to even give him the fucking phone call. <laughs> and then, like, what happens? He goes to Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's like, just get pissed. The camera's rolling. I want you to get as mad as possible. And he, he gave that epic, uh, his first real promo before he was stunning Steve, but while he was still like in his like pupa stage, and you could see that anger. Like, yeah, there was everything real about that. Um, New Japan, uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, that's some of my favorite things, guys. Uh, Tom, you got anything else before we, before we move on? Just, just gotta love the Golden Lovers. If you don't know about them, you really should do yourself a service and look into that. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the, uh, uh Omega Man documentary. How did, did you, what did you think? Ah, that was another one where I cried a lot. You know? Yeah. It's just, it was special. I mean... It's the story you want to hear. It's that blockbuster story of the greatest dude in wrestling who didn't wasn't maybe known as the greatest dude and didn't maybe make it and wanted to quit and didn't quit because he found the reason not to quit and kept trying because he he says it himself I think where he's like maybe not in these words but you know I was the best like I know I'm the best at what I can do maybe not in those words but he knew he had something to offer and the fact that he wasn't able to give that to us, just pushed him more to give it to us. And that success story, it was just, it was all amazing. The only thing that I was a little bummed about is, I think I was telling you, I was I was hoping to see something of a little more between the you know, Ibushi Cody thing. Like, it left me with more okay, questions. I'm sorry. It left me with more questions. It left right. Me, like, okay, like, because I've, I've gone back and forth. I they're obviously together. Hell yeah. Yeah. In, in one of the, in the manliest sports for back in the day, being gay was not okay, even though, like, Pat Patterson was raping Roddy Roddy Piper. And, yeah. And it was a well-known fact. It was still not okay to be gay. Like, what they did to Darren from the uh, fucking primetime players, yeah. they, 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 yeah, they, they, they ousted him. Yep. Uh, and I believe one of the reasons was because he's gay, which is fucking bullshit. If you can wrestle, if, mm-hmm. like, well, let me rephrase that. Who gives a shit if you're gay or not? If uh, you can Jeff do Hardy's this. gay. Raven's gay. Jeff Hardy's game? Oh, bye. Oh, bye? I didn't know that. I think they dated each other. But yeah, who gives a fuck? You you go be happy. Fuck who you want. But you're entertaining wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. Good point. We want you to be happy. That's why we're doing a fucking podcast about something we're not even involved in. That we just bought the t-shirts and the action figures and we worry about these guys from day to day. And yeah, that, that, that... But when it came to the Golden Lovers specifically, I want... I want them to be together. Yeah. It's sweet, it's perfect, and it's like, it is the perfect love story, because it's like the two people who are the same, but on different parts of the world, and they meet up, and there's just magic. The two people make one, it's special, and it's just, what more could you possibly ask for? And the fact that they're not together, almost it deteriorates both of their careers, while they're both making their careers bigger on their own, I get it, but it's just like... I don't know, I can't even think of a couple as iconic. That's that stupid meme, like, think of a couple more iconic. Whoa, who? Who's more iconic, Macho and Elizabeth? I mean, they divorced anyway. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, he, he was not the best husband. No. And I'm not, uh, you know, bless him, you know, wherever, oh, yeah. wherever he is, but he was not the best husband, but... You know, what if Kenny? What if uh, Kenny wasn't the best attentive boyfriend? And what if uh, yeah. Coda wanted more attention? Or what if yeah. Coda was just 
drunk all the time or something. <laughs> well, we don't know, but I want to know. I want them yeah. to be together. And, and one of the things the, the documentary pointed out that I never noticed and felt like a dummy was the fact that when they pointed out we hit as hard as the other one hit. Everything we did was in tandem. Like, when they did the golden showers, they jumped exactly the same height. Yeah, yeah. And, and, Which no one's ever been able to do. Any other tag teams. Yeah. I like, pointed out there. It's synchronized wrestling. Yeah. With, with two guys. When, when, when Okada came out there, and a lot of people don't understand this, when Okada came and rescued uh, Kenny from that vicious beatdown uh, from the Bullet Club, like, everyone in the crowd was crying. Like, people right. were on their feet. And, uh, you have to understand in Japanese crowds... They're quiet. It, 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 it messes them. weird. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the, you really have to do something to get them off their feet. They're respectful. Uh, they're not rowdy Americans, which is fine. Yeah. But it, it messes with the Americans that go over there because they're <laughs> expecting. They don't know if they're doing something right. But when Coda went out there and rescued Kenny, and when they gave, when, when he, you know, sicked everyone away and just gave him that hug, the place yeah. went. Crazy. It was gorgeous. It was crazy. The, the girls with the goodbye goodnight rags were using it to wipe their fucking tears. <laughs> and hell yes. And then and then the next episode of Being the Elite, like, you know, that you see the camera slowly go to the hotel room, knock on the door, and the bucks open. And this is still at that time when, like, everyone is worried, is the little club's okay? Hmm. And, and then Kenny's there with Coda, and they're just dressed to the nines. <laughs> they're the, dressed to the nines. And, yeah, um, there was that... There was another thing I I, I didn't I, I swear to God that was Kenny wrestling with with Oscar in a tag team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. What what's the girls thing? It's not. It's, it's part, isn't it part of Dragon's Gate? The 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 girls. It's, it's, it's not DDT. It's not OWE. It's it's Japanese, but yeah. it, they've got a separate women's faction. And of course, they show you know some of the good highlights back in the day. I remember like when the when I first heard of Kenny, I'm gonna, not going to lie, was when I heard about some dude in Japan. Fighting a fighting a nine year old girl, yeah, and I was like, okay, let's check this out. I had a few, and it was awesome. He got that little girl over, yep, <laughs> and the little it girl was a good match. It was a great match. I don't think there's anything you'll see Monday or Tuesday. And he took good care of her. Yeah, he took expert care of her, yeah. which is another thing yeah. that most people need to realize. Danger, right? You're never in danger. Yeah. That's one thing that people need to realize that don't understand pro wrestling or sports entertainment, depending on which brands you like. Uh, I'm, I like pro wrestling. Is that one of the main things is taking care of your other guy and the trust that's involved for everything. Anyway, um, agreed. Though. And anything else that said? Oh, oh uh, one thing that didn't really go in depth was uh, I know this for certain. I heard Kenny talk about it. That match he had in that bar with AJ Styles, he was almost done with wrestling. He right. kind of touched on it. Yeah. He was almost completely done with it, and he gets the opportunity to wrestle AJ, and he yeah. thinks to himself, "Okay, last one." Can't not wrestle AJ. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. And AJ puts him over. I loved watching AJ. Like, you know, he he was AJ. 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 It, AJ did everything to shine this guy up and then also inspired him to be who he really is. And they also show, um, you know, when, you know, uh, Koda and, and Kenny, like, in the dojo working out, working on, like, going slow, working the ropes. Like, I love, I love that behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Uh, that where it's not someone talking shit. It's like, okay, we're working on a match. Like, those little things. Like, uh, especially, like, um, like in Glow, when Chavo is wrestling, uh, uh, what's, what's the hot blonde chick? Uh, Money Bell. Not Bell. Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell. When he's wrestling Liberty Bell, and they do something that, if, if you've watched Glow, and you've watched it as a non-wrestling fan, but got hooked on it, they did that slow, and then they panned out, and all of a sudden, they're just silhouettes. 
and you kind of hear the crowd, but what you get to hear for the first time is hit touch drag. Hit yeah, yeah. Like you get to hear the whispers, other than yeah. like being too close in the crowd. But they they specifically broke shattered kayfabe on that to let you know that this guy was putting this girl over, yeah. and she was good enough to wrestle him. And it was Chavo, man, Chavo. one of the biggest pieces of shit ever. I <laughs> I after watching Chavo on Glow and watching him on Lucha, I have a weird new respect for him because I hate them. I fucking hate him. When it was Eddie's dude, I remember watching the match, and I think it was Bash at the Beach. I don't remember what year. And it was Chavo Guerrero against Stevie Ray. And he spent the entire time running circles around the ring. And I remember for years saying, you fucking bitch, Chavo. <laughs> right? But I was a kid then, you know? Yeah, right, And right. now I look back at people still doing that shit, and I'm like, Chavo, you did something that no one even had the ball. You made yourself look like such a pussy to get yourself over as a pussy. Yeah. And Stevie Ray over, again, as an unstoppable badass. And... That was, no one had ever done that in my perspective. No one did that for years after that. And now it's, I mean, kind of a thing. You know, you run around the ring like a pussy until you can get a sneak attack. I gotta say, the only time I saw a guy run, get out of the ring and run around the ring that didn't piss me off was Kevin Owens versus Goldberg. Yeah. When well, they, they yeah. stole the strap from, from Kevin because <sighs> Goldberg wanted to come in again and obviously it was a big cash grab. But obviously, in, in my mind, I saw them telling uh, KO... Uh, you're going down in 30 seconds, and then he he's gets like, in the nah. ring. He says, "Fuck no!" And he's yeah. like, "No, I'm I'm gonna make this longer. I don't, like I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm, like there, there was everything real about him like stomping him around. Sammy's running with New Day. Yeah, same idea. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Not being made to be a bitch. No. I'm not gonna be a bitch. I'm gonna do the job because right. I, I want the money, and I obviously it's like my job. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. No, I'm not. I don't yeah. care. I don't care who, how much you scream at me. I, 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 they punished him, and they punished him real bad for that when him and uh, Chris Jericho shit the bed uh, two years ago at WrestleMania when oh, it was it was yeah. supposed to be a way better match. Like Vince wouldn't even shake his hand or look at. I heard him. Vince said that that was the worst WrestleMania match he's ever seen. Really? There was actually a very recent interview with Jericho about that, and you know now he's with AEW, and he was just like. Yeah, he didn't even believe it. He's like, Vince is being a dick. But Vince straight up told Jericho, never said anything to Kevin, but straight up told Jericho that it was the worst WrestleMania match he had ever seen. Yeah, they, I saw behind things, the behind the behind the scenes where Kevin goes into Gorilla and Vince is there, and he's like, you happy? No. Just give, just kind of give him that look, like, no. Huh. And then, yeah, okay, it's, it's WrestleMania, just shit the bed, and they punished him. They did that 360 with Kevin Owens, which I loved. I loved anything with Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, it's the greatest they have right now, possibly. Oh, McIntyre's definitely, definitely up there. <sighs> I love McIntyre. They ruined him, just like Braun. They had someone that was fire. They had a multiple potential. You know, when, rest, uh, when Roman Reigns came back at WrestleMania... They did not need to have him win, because he is our cancer boy hero now. Yeah. No matter how much we hated him, you can't hate him now. So, he could have put Drew over, and no one would have been like, the fuck? It would just been like, oh shit, Drew. Yeah. But, now it's just, Drew, he's losing again. He's, oh, and guess what he did on Monday? He lost again. He's just losing and losing and losing, just like what happened to Braun when he got hot. Yeah. Just lost and lost and lost. And it's just, the WWE has no fucking idea what to do with something when it's on fire. They put it out. 
Even the Becky thing, man, and I'm, this is a complete tangent, Becky Lynch was so hot for a second, and then they sold stupid-ass shirts that made no sense with, like, dumb sayings and dumb pictures, and they made her go on Twitter and go crazy. He's Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, we've had Stone Cold, and if we were going to have a replacement Stone Cold, it should have been when Kevin Owens headbutted Vince McMahon yeah. and had a feud with... That was when he could have turned face and had the new Stone Cold. That's a good point. Thank you. That is an excellent point. Yeah, because we don't need another Stone Cold, and if you're all about this women's revolution, why are you going to recycle a character that cannot be recycled yep. with a woman that you want to put over as the first uh, undisputed women's champion, and she's not even her own real character? I know she's not I, yeah, exactly. I know she's a, a Stone Cold fan. I know she's honored to do it, in, in, but at the same right. time, though, you're dishonoring her by not giving her her own character. Yep. Granted, I didn't... Her steampunk thing was okay, but yeah. she always wrestled great, so I didn't care. Right. Uh, one thing I want to talk about, go back to AEW for a second, is uh, I'm tired of watching all these fucking smart marks on uh, on Twitter <sighs> and shit, yeah. which is what we are, too. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, though, they're like, oh, Sasha can just go to AEW. Fuck! Bullshit! You have so, no knowledge of shit. Yeah, like, AEW is not the uh, wayward home for, for, for Future fallen TV. wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, it's no. not. They don't need her. And, and second off, uh, why would AEW hire in the first place? Brandy's running the fucking show. Uh, even if it's behind the scenes just as a character, but you know she's making all the decisions for the women. Right. She was backstage when Sasha was there, and everyone yeah. knows how she would act like a petulant child anytime yeah. things didn't go her what her way. Brandy is not that sort of woman. Granted, I don't know you, Brandy. If you happen to be listening to this, <laughs> you come up as a tough, tough woman that has nothing except exceptionally intelligent would want nothing to do with someone like Sasha Banks yeah. in your industry. And second off, you don't need her. Third off. Uh, if she tries to go to the indies, I can absolutely see every woman wrestler shooting on her and just ripping her to shreds. You're, you're not welcome here. You're hired, but you, we're gonna we're, we're gonna work so fucking stiff, and you're gonna break because she breaks. Yes, and she's tiny and nothing. And then I mean, we can entertain the possibility we're wrong, and everyone loves Sasha, and the dirt sheets are wrong. And if that is true, then I'm just sad for wrestling, because she hurts people, and I've seen it, not dirt sheets. She can't wrestle. All she did was botch every single match she's ever had that yeah. mattered. Yeah. And then she complains, because she's only had six championship runs now. Like, she fucked up every single one. Especially the last one. The, you're the first women's tag team champions. I barely I barely remembered that they yeah. were the champions. You Might as well be in a trophy for a battle royal at WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you might as well be in the Andre the Giant uh, uh, damn thing. Right. Oh, oh, Colin's texting me. Oh, Kevin Owens is dancing with the New Day. Oh, snap. Kevin Owens. That's <laughs> awesome. Let me see if he texts me and see if he wants to call in. Yeah, you ready to take a quick break? For definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Hey, guys, yeah. we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're probably not even going to notice. We're recording, and it's the uh, 16th of April in the year of our Lord, 2019. Amno Domini. It is 9-11 in the central time zone. Go! All right. Hey, guys, we're back. Took a real long pee break. We got Colin on here. He just finished watching SmackDown. We didn't want to bother him. He know we loves him some SmackDown. We're definitely going to talk probably a little bit about it. <laughs> definitely interested. Uh, we got to know what happened in the shakedown. It's, it's unavoidable to not talk about the, the <laughs> WFA. WE. Yeah, it's, it's the boss. How was it, it is man? It's the boss, man. Um, I, caught, I caught almost all of the show, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, they moved Finn Balor over, which was kind of obvious because on Raw last night he was wearing blue. And huh. um, I think that's a good thing because they paired him up immediately with Ali, 
And um, they had a really inventive, interesting match with uh, a lot of athleticism. Um, I, I saw moves that I wasn't aware of, and I, it's it's one of those things where it's like, are they learning this stuff in in their training camps, or are these guys really working together? And if that's the case, these guys only had a week to get it right. And um, if you can take a bunch of dumbass celebrities and make them into dance champions by the end of a season, then I can completely believe these guys, who are superstars, can pull down some new tricks with a guy they've never worked with before and make it that interesting, that safe, and uh, that impactful. And at the end of that, their match in particular, there was good sportsmanship. The likes that, which I have not seen since uh, we went to WrestleMania last year, and Asuka was super polite to Charlotte, and Charlotte was super polite back. Countered by the uh, the, the cock punch match right, right after that. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, poor AJ's Jones. But he's had his <laughs> kids. He's all right. AJ, oh. of course, moved over to Raw, and that was absolutely legit. He was the third member of the erstwhile Shield last night. <laughs> And um, then Kevin Owens not moving over to SmackDown. I guess this isn't a superstar shakeup situation, but because uh, Big E is uh, on the injured roster, um, New Day needed a third, and KO ate a bunch of pancakes as an initiation. <laughs> that was kind of cute. It was a it was an advertisement bumper. Um, and then he went out there in a New Day shirt, and he rocked they were seamlessly perfect together that's awesome and his his personality he got to be a little bit ko but i think what if they are not i don't think they're baby facing him i think he's the perfect anti-hero you know i think he's uh the new stone cold yeah sure totally i think he's a guy that he's an everyman type um, not doing stunners either. No, he did a stunner. We all feel his story, and he's our guy. He's our bro. He's our friend. Yeah, he totally like pulled a stunner. He looked good in a too tight blue t-shirt, and uh, they beat up uh, Cesaro, Shinsuke, and Rusev. And um, yeah, and what else did they do? They brought up. They decided that Lars. Um, Oh, crap. What's his last name? Sullivan. Sullivan. I was going to say, like, something completely wrong. Uh, <laughs> Lars is a dedicated uh, member of the SmackDown staff now. I'm ready to see him fight Braun Strowman already. Um, oh, that would oh, be a yeah. fun match. Uh, yeah. And then, um, what else do we have? Ashka and, um, oh, who was the other super cute pirate Japanese girl? Very same. Chinese. Sorry? Carrie Sane? Yeah, she came on, and uh, they had uh, they were introduced by Paige, and oh, they came man. out and got into a tag team matchup with the uh, Iconics, and um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and one was threatened by Landstorm. Come on now, yeah. poor Landstorm, he's all bald man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had a match. They had Ma- Bailey as a singles, and I know we were going to talk about Sasha. Oh. So, uh, Bailey as a singles, but paired up with, um, was it Ember Moon? I think that was the case. 
And Ramoon with the, the crazy guys that just came back and they didn't yeah. even make a, a production of it. She just happened to be in the Royal, the Women's Rumble. And, like, that, that was kind of unceremoniously um, uh, disrespectful. Yeah. She she won with, on Raw with Naomi. But uh-huh. I don't Yeah. As long as she's back, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have, I, did you have a good time though? I mean, with how, oh yeah, open? sure. I mean, I'm really exhausted after a week's worth of work, and I was still tired <laughs> today. Um, so yeah, but still, I mean, it was a fun show. I kind of, uh, I you know, it just had its moments, just like it always does. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, you know, whatever. It's like it. I I almost wish that they would retain Renee from one one brand to the next because having a lady's voice chi- you know pipe in every now and again it just kind of breaks up the monotony of three dudes talking about stuff especially when they don't like Corey Graves is Corey Graves you know it when he's talking and you know when Michael is talking but like any of these other guys I just don't care about I w- you know can we why why can't Booker T be there all the time or could we get somebody else i mean I don't know. It's just a bunch of milk toast dudes. So, so do you like Renee? I love Renee. I absolutely love Renee. I've always liked Renee. Awesome. So I was just talking about this with my wife, and she was like, is is she on both shows? And I was like, honestly, I'm not sure, but I don't think so. I'm pretty sure she's only on Raw. And yeah. the thing about Renee is she is, like you just said, she's like kind of a breath of fresh air. And there's, I, there's a lot of people out there that hate her on the stupid internet because that's what it's made for. Really? But, Oh yeah, I mean you know it's again it's the internet that's what it's made for. You could be <laughs> Jesus and people are gonna hate you. So uh, oh, they do anyways, man. Every every meme I see is making fun of Jesus. Right. I mean it's funny because that's you know it's just offensive. <laughs> I'm the one posting them. <laughs> so yeah, why are people hating on Renee? Do they don't think she brings anything to the table or? What? I mean, if you really read the comments, uh, she's a woman. Oh, that's <laughs> awful, guys. Yeah, that's Can bullshit. we get over this? Seriously. You've got... Guys that can't talk, talk to women bitching about a woman talking. Right. right. Or you're going to call Nia Jax fat because you haven't had sex in 15 years. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You'd be lucky if a girl 10 times uglier, but we are definitely drifting off the point. <laughs> no, this is all... Dude, no, the, the, I, I think this is part of the point. I mean, uh, yeah. we might not be talking about what we intended to, but... This is still the business of the wrestling, and I know we're all fascinated with that as much as we are the in-ring stuffola. Yeah. Well, we want to talk about uh, we want to talk about the latest episode of Impact, man. Like, dude, uh, go was, crazy, dude! I was absolutely thrilled with this. It started out with a kick-ass squash match, and this guy that I'm still relatively getting used to named Henry Wentz. Yep. Part of a, he's part of a, a rascals, a, a, man. The rascals. That's that's uh-huh. the. You want to tell about the story? Yeah, you tell. Them. You all tell right, all right. Yeah. So, if we haven't been familiar with the rascals, they're kind of fun because if you've ever watched that '70s show or ever been a teenager, they are a circle of homies that hang okay. out on the table, and it's just there's reflection of homie talk and. You know, it's kind of a burnout idea, but also a, a reaching goals idea. There's, you know, it, it's a silly but also vaguely complex kind of fun group of little guys who want to do something. Uh-huh. And uh, so Moose, this big mofo, comes up and he hits on this girl and she turns him down. And Zach Wentz, this little guy, laughs at him and talks a little trash. 
Well, uh, that sets up the next couple matches for his death. And it's Moose against Zach Wentz. I'll let you go on, because you definitely have something to say about that. Yeah, uh, when it comes to the Rascals, I wasn't sold them at all. I, like, first off, their name alone just offends me. Like, the, the Rascals, like, like are, are, are you, like, it reminds me of that Hicks joke, like, ooh, we're the hooligans. We, some hooligans knocked over a dustbin, <laughs> chef's free. And, like, <laughs> yeah, like well, what are you so rascally about? Are you stealing some cookies? Are, are, are you pulling some pigtails? Stealing some pens. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're stealing pens, and in uh, it was a great squash match. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Moose. Moose has a great persona. He can move. He Moose did is great. His, yeah, he did his best to put this tiny guy over. Yeah. There was a lot of great heat spots. Damn, a lot of offense. A lot, a lot of, of offense. Good, a lot of squash match. Oh, exactly. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a squash match, but it was. It, exactly, because of, there was so many, like, there was equal heat spots with shine spots. Like, the, the, I love the, it were great i was absolutely invested in what was going in ring and the way they were moving uh there wasn't you'd expect like the the other rascals to really interfere a lot but it was very minimal with that which i really really appreciated yeah more than you yeah. but uh, one thing i do have with, with with moose is that he's slow but i don't think it's his fault he's too big to, to be able to move that yeah. fast he's huge and he tries to wrestle little so he goes a little slow when he was stepping on Wentz's head, which, by the way, has to be a fucking Fallout Boy reference, <laughs> which automatically makes me hate him in the first place. If you like Fallout Boy, I immediately think less of you. I don't even, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't Pete, even know who they are. Yeah, Pete, there's a guy named Pete Wentz in this in this uh, one of those like shitty emo bands that came out. They were screamo, whatever the hell you wanted to call it. They they sold a lot of T-shirts and Hot Topic, mm-hmm. which now that I say it out loud, pop rock. Huh? They were pop rock. They're pop rock, but now when I say they sold a lot of people, Hot Topic, how many times have been a Hot Topic in the past <laughs> two years to buy a Young Bucks shirt? <laughs> if we're going to talk about Hot Topic and how you haven't been to them and went to them, that's a whole different thing, because I've never been to them in my life until they sold wrestling clothes. Uh, mm-hmm. Last thing I got on it was just, it, Moose was just playing with him. I loved watching him step on his head. That was awesome. <laughs> um, but that's all I got on this match. What do you got, man? I just... I really did love the match. I know it was a squash, but it was a different kind of squash. It went, like, almost 10 minutes, I think. They were chucking people out of the ring. He was doing this, that whole new thing where they run the corner and slide down their knee to show they still have momentum. It was actually a very interesting match, and it went the way it was supposed to. So I just I liked it, actually. Next, we got my homegirl, uh, who likes all of my comments on her Instagram page. So obviously we're getting married. Um <laughs> Rosemary, uh, I was wearing uh, oh, your fiance. Yeah, yeah I, oh, just she's everything I could ever want in a woman, and and I'm not being facetious. Like I just love everything about her. She's creepy. You can't understand what the hell she's doing. I hate the fact that she gets hurt a lot. Uh, yeah. It's been it's been a while. It's been a while since it's it's really happened. And uh, really your fault the first time. It, it 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 made me mad because I was all excited to see a kick ass Rosemary match, and it was her against the, those evil brides again. <sighs> so young. Sue Young just, it, it, I'm not sold on her. She's uh-huh. clunky. She's so clunky. I think Rosemary did her best to make the match look as good as possible, but it just came off as a solid technical match when I know Rosemary can just get crazy. Right. And, and it interrupts with a bullshit DQ by Kira Hogan. She goes out to help Rosemary. Obviously, things go not to plan, and we've got a, we've, we've got a DQ. Um you know they're 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 hurting Rosemary. They're holding back Kira to you know watch them, you know just brutalize Rosemary. It's just like saying her name. <laughs> Say it again. 
Rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she would appreciate that tone of voice. <laughs> she might kill you, bro. She killed Allie. I wouldn't. Oh, poor Allie. Uh, she'll you know, never I, have a future anyway. She'll never have a future anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's dead now. Yeah, they killed so, her. They, it, I don't know if you caught up on this one on the rag sheets, but they killed Allie last week. Because. <laughs> because she's now part of this, uh, this, this, what's that startup thing that's happening? Uh, uh, I, all Super Wrestling, ASW. Let me check it. Wait, what's your shirt say? It's It says uh, All Elite Wrestling. All Elite? All Elite. That must mean she's elite. I mean, nah, no. That must be Just because, huh? Just because. It, yeah. It's something that's going to get over. I wish the best for him. So if, um, I quit, if I quit doing my career right now, is everybody going to assume I'm All Elite now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just, they literally just been confirmed. I'm tweeting it. Yeah. Dude, like we were talking about it earlier, is that like when we were talking about Sasha, was that like they want her to go to AEW? It's uh, it's not the home for for useless wayward wrestlers. I don't think she deserves the quality that AEW is going to provide. Oh, that's offensive. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sasha deserves a homeless shelter. Yeah, no, she needs to just go. No, away. She'll hang out with Snoop. I assume he'll take care of her because he cared enough to pimp her out a little. No, he'll but... give her a bag of weed and help her get a real estate job. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I think like really, there needs. I I like the idea of a D league or whatever. If you can call it the G league now, if you're talking about the NBA, and uh, no, I mean she's been a superstar too long. I don't think that she's ever going to be able to find something else that's going to make her happy. If she's not wrestling for WWE, she's going to go find something that is not wrestling related. I wouldn't be surprised if she has some really minor acting roles with way less loud hair. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the only direction to take her. Yeah. She's just a, she's... She's not horrible. She needs hair plugs. And if she <laughs> wasn't in wrestling, she could definitely do something. Like, I 100%, and I know that sounds horrible. I'm really not trying to, trying to talk trash, but she's bald halfway up. Past that, got that like... Six heads, seven heads. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a Philly thing. <laughs> she... um, but, like... She does. She's not charismatic list. You know, she definitely is not futureless, but she's not a wrestler. That's all we want to talk about, Sasha. Let's move on. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought there was an in-depth analysis coming the way we talked about it earlier. I was like, I man, know. my Sasha skills are uh, only they're they're limited. So, okay. I apologize. Uh, no, you're fine. <laughs> no, you don't have anything to apologize. Just go crazy, man. Now, one of the things that point out, especially like after what we were just talking about, it really stood out. I've got to note here that this show has heart, and which is what sells me on any sort of sports at all is whether or not it has heart. These guys are doing the best they can with what they have with a big giant monster looming over them that has not dropped yet, and they're still trying. But it's not looking like they're trying too hard. And one of the things that pointed out that really stuck out to me is like usually they do like they show like a classic match to fill in some time. Yeah. They showed a little bit of it of, of some classic match, and they didn't have to show the whole goddamn thing, which is fine. We don't need to, to see the whole match to fill in time. But the next thing that popped up, RVD's coming back. Should we he's care? An impact. Should yeah? Oh, he's coming back to impact. Yeah. Should we care? Colin, please go, bro. I don't even know who the hell you're talking about right now. RBD? R- Rob Van Dam. No. Rob Van Dam. Yeah, man. I, it's, oh, is, he doing, is he doing splits between trucks? That's the Van Dam I'm aware of. Yeah, well, well, one of the little, like, guys, uh, you, you got to understand that I recently got calling in. You can't hate on him. No. But he's, he's smarter than you. Trust me. It's just that <laughs> we, we just got him into this. RBD 
I basically, <laughs> what it is is that we have I different reports. Smart, we there's a lot of wrestling going on all of the time. There's a ton of it every single week, and you could spend your entire life just watching wrestling to come up with podcast information or online right. content. And uh, people, you know, I, I, unless we, unless somebody wants to start paying us. For yeah. our podcast info, we can't make this in our entire lives, and that's why no, no. Joshua yeah, no. is trying to I spread it out. Shit, I apologize. Oh, I no, don't, don't worry about it. It's not even a that's... thing. <laughs> well, RVD, basically, uh, one of the bigger superstars that ever come out of ECW, and yeah, he looks like Rob, uh, John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like he, he put himself over. That's beautiful. Uh, he's, a, he's an amazing wrestler. He's, he's a definite... What a simple gimmick. Yeah. Never never thought about that. But what a simple fucking... I kind of look like this dude. Yeah. And that's what you do. That's what you do. You, you take something, even if it's just a name or a little thing, I mean, and you just tweak it a little bit. And then you go in and you're that character. How many other places have we seen that? Just off the top of your head. Every TV show, every movie, every... <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Seriously. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, what... Some of these well, characters are just built around a concept. Some of them are built around, like, I barely look like this thing, and <laughs> let's do it. And sometimes it's all just in the name. I mean, Charlotte Flair, obviously, is her father's daughter, and that's the character. Why not just go out there and be that? They could have done something crazy where she was trying to be like, I got to get out from under his shadow. This is my entire life. And maybe if, God rest his soul, uh, her brother had not had his unfortunate incident, that could have been the direction they did it. And they could have been the next McMahons. But yeah. here we are. Well, Rick would have spent all the money. Uh, <laughs> Maybe so. The, the, the thing is, is about RVD is, should we care that RVD's back? Yeah. I mean, it's great that they've got the name. I mean, the, they, they definitely need it. But, like, do we need to watch RVD wrestle all the time now? Because we I, – I want – Bigger, I want new sure. guys to get to get over. If he's there to shine him up, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. If he's there to try to get over again on his own, no, thank you. I don't think he is, man. He didn't even get over in WWE. Yes, we put him over. Yeah. He wasn't trying to get over. You know, like right now, Impact offered him a ton of money, and he's RVD, and he's like, I want to do my thing and not work that hard. So. That's I really think RVD is going to show up. He's going to put on the best match he can with people. And just like at United We Stand, where he put over the Lucha Bros. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to. Hannah Sabu absolutely didn't have to put them over. And no, they, they did. They did. Yeah. Oh, they did, but they, they didn't. did. They, they didn't have to. Because yeah. he's a real wrestler. Just like Kurt lost to Baron Corbin. That's different. That's I different. know. But Kurt lost to Baron fucking Corbin because. They, if you're going down, if you're old, if you're past, you gotta push the new. Right? I, I just can't. I mean, I get, I get Baron Corbin being somebody that they want to keep around. And Joshua, you and I talked about that aspect of his hairline. And <laughs> for real, gosh. if you're gonna, if if you're gonna come in, you got a lot of things. Okay, you got to keep this look, and you got to stay that way. And I always wonder, like, how long is it before? I'm going to mention Braun Strowman again, like, changes something about the way he looks. Or some of these guys, like, adding gigantic tattoos and everything. It's like, okay, well, we've got posters and calendars and action figures and uh, video game renderings 
of you right. and all of this stuff. And then you look at like CM Punk, his fa- his hair looked different all the freaking time. But Baron Corbin, okay, you've got your hair is this long. Is it going to get longer? How much can you change it? So you just right. do something that's easy to maintain. And he's begging them, like, let me cut my hair. I, yeah, it looks terrible. I am balding. It's freaking awful. But yeah, he, looks, he looks great now. Yeah, he does. He looks great now. He really does. Hurt. He could keep writing this whole look for as long as he wants to. I really yeah. still, I don't know why he's still maintaining the, uh, um, uh, uh, like, acting GM appearance. Because uh, anybody, I mean, it's just wacky to see him fighting in a dress shirt. But I said the same thing about Dean Ambrose in in jeans the first time I saw him. I was like, "What? I could totally get behind that guy just because he looks like he wears what I wear." As right. opposed to like nobody's, come, I don't want to come out looking like Finn Balor. That takes a uh, particular um, confidence. But pushing Baron <laughs> Corbin over. In the but, end, I'm not sure that's. I, re- I just I don't think anybody needed to see that, and I don't think that improves Baron Corbin. The only well, place that's going to make any difference is when Corey Graves is talking about it every time Baron Corbin <laughs> comes out for six weeks, and then it's, well, nobody's ever going to say anything again. It's not capital that lasts. I, I, I want to talk true. about the the new. Go back to Impact. Uh, the new. We've got we've got a couple of new vignettes for these. Uh, Drunk looking rednecks guys screaming about shit in a field and in a bar, the Deaner. <laughs> I, uh-huh. I, I wait to see these guys. And then this is my first introduction to these new guys that just came out. Uh, Josh Alexander making his debut, uh, part of the North with Hell Ethan yeah. Page versus uh, Sheldon Jean and El Reverso. Uh, <laughs> Josh, Josh is in headgear, like old school. Like I'm yeah, in. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, look at that. Kurt Angle comes out in a singlet all the time, and this guy looks like a legit wrestler, like an actor, like a college wrestler. That's awesome. Now, uh, Ethan Page has four black belts, by the way, and no there was way. killer, oh, killer, it's shocking, right? Yeah, there was killer power bombs, uh, killer, uh, like specifically a really kick-ass killer power bomb backbreaker by Josh. Huh. Uh, it really sent that home, like, oh shit, like that. Was, uh, okay, he, like double team moves. Oh yeah, yeah. speak up. Yeah, man. I mean, in their double team moves, like I, Ethan Page, I thought he was a bitch. Wasn't he introduced by? Uh, um, I don't remember. I don't remember. Austin. Back in the day? Aries. Aries? Austin Aries. Kind of recently. I, I, again, I could be wrong. Austin Aries, I'm pretty sure introduced him as his boy, and then Austin Aries acted like a bitch in, t- in Impact and, you know, isn't there anymore. And uh, this guy I saw do a couple matches, and I'm like, wow, you were like way pre-NXT stuff. You suck, bro. Because I don't think I saw the right match with him. And then I see him with this guy with the North. And I never heard of the guy with the headset. I still can't remember his name. And I saw this match. I'm just like, holy crap. There was not one, two, three, four. There was like five or six double team moves I have never seen in my life. And then yeah. yeah, and I'm saying I watch the weird stuff from, like, Mexico, China, India. Like, I watch some weird stuff, and double-team moves, while it's cool to see on American TV, is never new. I have never seen what these guys did in the ring, and I, that just blew my mind. I have that written down, actually, that it's fast, efficient work between two technically efficient brawlers versus a luchador 
and someone who can respond to the styles accordingly. Like their styles nice. on paper would not actually look like they would mesh, but they yeah. all worked in tandem in different styles. I've got here that there's killer leg work and uh, the the response time was non-existent. It was like they, they worked this match for a month and made it look <laughs> so perfect. See, you're selling me harder on Impact right now because El Reverso, like, I liked him. He I did, like a luchador. Yeah. He did too much, but he did well. And he did the job, too. Yeah, he did the job, and that match was good. And if you watch that match and you say that match isn't good, then I don't want to hear your opinion <laughs> I, i've got notes here uh, for the next match after the because the north just killed it man these guys these guys are something to watch Furious. out for uh i've got a notes here that there's too much goddamn dubstep in all their intro music <laughs> <laughs> hey man that was hot five years ago that's cool in wrestling now right you know, right? <laughs> you, know you know why of course being being a uh being a former and and uh at large dj you have to know why dubstep is important Oh yeah, because it, it works in style. It works in in phases. Every one thing a lot of people don't know about dance music is a new style creeps in about two years into the popularity of the last one, overtakes yep. it on the fourth year of the last style. So that happened with electro. Electro started, and then dubstep started creeping in around year two, around year four, when electro was still heavy selling. Was when dubstep just completely took over. And then that's when electro music started showing up in fucking commercials, and you hear gold trap on. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and chromio and, and all that sort of stuff. Which is not that they were bad, no. but uh, we we've got Tessa Tessa Blanchard coming out and just talking some hardcore. Shit. She's the new beast. Oh yeah, she's this not Sam Punk, but she's the beast in the women's division right now. Uh, we've got Tessa versus Madison Rain versus Gail Kim, and you know. We've got some good promo time. Uh, they're talking about taking over the tag team division, uh, all ego, walking weapon. That's one thing I, I really wish I remember why I wrote that down. Um, wait know, a minute, wait a minute. Go back, yeah, because that's, uh, that's that's Ethan Page, right? That's the North. Yeah, all that's, ego and walking yeah, weapon. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what it was. And that, that's what it was because they walked yeah, in yeah. afterwards. And then, the, you know, they're they're putting everyone on notice. I'm like, that's, you don't just say everyone on notice because that is a direct Stone Cold reference. <laughs> oh, and, man, yeah. Well, Gail's back from a year-long hiatus yep. as she used to be she's big time. Big she's time. a queen. She's gorgeous. You can't, I mean, yeah, beautiful, like 60 years old, joking, but mm-hmm. definitely older. And there's never been a bad Gail Kim match unless she's in a Royal Rumble and decides to jump out or a Women's Battle Royal. <laughs> Uh, she's on. She's on. She's on commentator with Cyrus. Uh, commentary with Cyrus and Cyrus. He just looks like a million bucks in his pink shirt and his pink glasses. I love what. It, I love how he's rocking it. And uh, you know, Tessa comes out and <laughs> Tessa comes out and it. The like I told you when we were writing the comic uh, that you don't put anyone ringside that used to be a champion. Oh yeah. Not expect some hardcore interference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I got good notes, a good slingshot suplex bouncing off the legs off the rope. That was a double, too. I, yeah. I don't mean to interject, but she hit her off one rope, then the other. That was cool. That yeah. was different than her dad. It was gorgeous. It, it was like poetry, the way she, yeah. she nails it. Like she's done it. a million times, but we've never seen it before. Uh, also, do you think do you think Don Callis, Cyrus, uh, is actually even watching the match? <laughs> like, like he was completely like, you're watching, you're watching the match. And they they cut to they cut to Gale and then you just see like Callus just 
looking at her. I'm looking at her. <laughs> and looking at her. I did not notice that. I'm yeah. sure you're right. And obviously, we're, we're very surprised that Madison won. Well, come on. <laughs> I'm surprised she's employed. Yeah, that was dickish. So, uh, they, hmm. Another another promo by the Deaners. I'm, I'm I'm happy. Just give her the R. <laughs> uh, we've got the uh, dumbass Mark Club that Morrison's talking about, and <laughs> Morrison comes out like a king. Like everyone is below him. He's got Ty. Him and Ty are the champs. That's true though. Yeah, he's the king. He was Johnny fucking Nitro. The man that carried the legacy of WCW to WWE. And I know it sounds like I'm joking, but, no. I mean, he's all that's left. Yeah. We've got OVE wondering who peed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, the just really good, really good, really good backstage promo. They're awesome. Yeah, just walking dumpster fire of a place. I, I love it. Who <laughs> peed? The, they're getting over the, the question of the smell and, like, <laughs> You just know these guys can destroy. And uh, what do you got for that one? Me? Yeah. Well, all right. OVE specifically, yeah. I'm going to be straight. OVE, and I know you don't, you weren't as in love, but they're the new Hardy thing. Like, I love uh, OVE. No, I love OVE. Right, but you weren't as in the Hardy. Uh, in TNA. Not in TNA. Right. No, no. I'm sorry, Impact. And in Impact, this is what I'm seeing. They're the new Hardys. They're going to do the backstage ridiculous fucking shit. They're going to have fire matches, basement matches, homeless person matches, homeless men on a pole. I'm joking. But, but it has everything to do with it. Ohio versus everything. Yeah. Sammy Callahan. You know who else is things. Ohio? Who? Mm. Dean Ambrose. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Him and, him and Callahan. Who else? Totally. Uh, Havoc. Son of Havoc, Matt Cross. Really? Yeah. You know who else? Abyss. It's a crazy fucking team right there. I know it's not possible. I'm yeah. just saying. Theoretically, OVE awesome. is huge. Yeah, especially from such a small little area. Where, like, right. you, you wouldn't expect like such good no. guys to come out of a place like These that. Names. What? Oh, Ohio? Yeah. Why not, that's man? Right. What else do you have to do in Ohio? Wrestling. Good point. Smoking. Yeah, wrestling. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't mean to be a dick, but I mean like, what do you do? What do you do here? I get it in a lot of places in the country, but sorry, like, I, we're not really shitting on you. I'm so we're, sorry. We're, we're, proud, we, we're proud of what you put out. We're just we're just talking shit. Um, <laughs> sorry. That's uh, all I got. That's all I got, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Taya and Melissa's face bothered me because Melissa is it's Melissa Santos, and I just I, Taya and her face, and you know they're friends, and you, like I, I'm wondering when one of them's one of them's gonna break. Isn't <laughs> she with uh, Cage? Yeah, she's married to Cage. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Melissa, right. Melissa is absolutely married. They've got like they're always posting awesome photos of their baby and how happy they are, and and, and I definitely want that to happen. Um, oh, I've got uh, Side Boob City with uh, Scarlett. Oh, with Scarlett yeah. right now. I didn't even have to say her name. <laughs> My God, is that is that on the same interstate of Suplex City? Because damn, no, I want to go there. City. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a bit of a detour, but we might get lost there. Like in uh, we we end up in uh, New Orleans and like stumble out of the city drunkenly fifteen years later. <laughs> what the hell happened? Uh, yeah, it's Scarlet Bordeaux. You know, it's it's good. There wasn't much to go there, and the really what it ended with was a absolute phenomenal, continually continuing the feud between Morrison and Cage, oh, and yeah. uh, we've got Taya, and we've got go ahead and say your name. Jordan Grace, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, dude, we, we mentioned her earlier. She was in... Uh, goddess, not Alexa. You you would... She's beautiful, she can wrestle, and we're, we're putting it over that it's it's people like her that we need to stop 
calling them lady wrestlers or the women wrestlers or like no this one she's she can be a beast she's gorgeous you know she can like deadlift better than any of the guys there if you watch her work us on youtube or i'm sorry on uh what's that it's twitter mm-hmm. tweet twitter you're gonna feel dumb about yourself because she does things that i couldn't imagine just yes. as a general workout she is so in shape she is so talented and she's just a cool person and she could dance with Taya. her and like yeah. she, she could dance with Taya. right and they do really they, they stuck really well to the the rules okay you know only the only the women fight the women the guys yeah. fight the guys but her and cage together like if you makes sense yeah and if this hadn't happened in two years in the future uh knowing where both jordan and cage's uh careers are going to go this would have been a potential dream match yeah. that mm. just happened that no one we gets just it yet. yeah no one gets it yet exactly you know she's got Sanders daughter really yeah who? Scott Steiner's daughter. Scott Steiner. Jordan Grace is Scott Steiner's daughter, and that's why her nickname is Big Mama Thick, or Big something stupid like that. But and it might just be storyline, so I, you know, don't quote me on this one. But at, she has claimed on Twitter, and he has agreed that like he is, she is her daughter. You know, she is his daughter. Yeah. But that's that's uh there wasn't. It was technically sound. It wasn't. It wasn't extreme. It wasn't anything that I would write home about. But it, the potential there, we just saw something incredible, and I, I had no complaints about it. Like, it kind of, like, it kind of makes me feel like it was. It, it came off in the end vanilla in hindsight. But watching it, it, it like it was one of those matches where you're completely invested and in paying attention the entire time. It does matter. That's uh, that's what I'm looking for, seriously. Like I'm having, I might I might be missing out on the uh, on the WWE beat. Uh, I I feel like obviously I would be way more entertained watching some New Japan, and uh, because the uh, the opportunities are completely different for the availability of moves. If you're not you're not curtailing what people can do nearly as much. But. Uh, yeah. That's that's all I got uh, for for this week's episode, man. Uh, you guys got anything else to chime in before we before we tune out? No, no. I mean, it's definitely worth looking at all wrestling because there's so many different pages. But that's uh, yeah, yeah. That's about it. And, uh, just my my favorite thought that we were thinking of uh, this week is that I love watching Impact and all the indie stuff even more now when I realize watching Impact that I'm not man. This gotta be great WWE. Right. No, I'm not. Thinking <laughs> I'm not. No. I'm thinking that it's at just all. Great. Just, just great. It is great already. Yeah. And that's that 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 sort of thing is happening in a lot of people's minds right now, and the old man needs to realize it. <laughs> or die. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you got anything left, Tom? No, I just really appreciate having this time with you guys. It's been awesome. Hey, thanks. Yeah. It's Thank you. Nice we'll, to we'll do have it again. you. Yeah, we'll do it again uh, every week and to, to the uh, specific indie show. We got Colin. We've got we've got all our bases covered. It's like fucking Reservoir Dogs here, right? We're on a die. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm not it, cutting off anybody's ear this week. Okay, if, that was yeah. that was lame. If the heist, if the heist went well, yes, that's what I. That's what Hell I, yeah. So my, my first email address was MrBelonda underscore sixteen at yahoo.com. <laughs> Mine was Hoovie ninety because of Hoovie to Guerrero. I love that Hoovie. That's like it. almost two dollar baller. You got anything else, Colin? Uh, my first email address was whatever the uh, university gave me. 
<laughs> I don't think we even had internet at my parents' house until I was like in the middle of college for some reason. We just always were. I think we were rocking a 486 computer until well into Windows 98. Oh, damn. <laughs> you know what I want? You know, yeah, I don't have anything else to, per- to contribute to this thing. But like we do with comics. If you've got if you've got an issue, you're like, dude, this is something else. You should totally check this book out. Hit me up with one of these matches. Be like, you got to watch this episode of this show, or go to go to YouTube with this link or whatever, or you know, just whatever. Go to this timestamp in this episode of that show. Especially since you know you're paying into all of these different uh, uh, networks and stuff like that. If there's something I should be watching right there, I don't want to come off uninformed for sure. It's no, just it's a matter of how many years there are in the day, you know? Yeah. So. No, dude, you know what you're talking about. That's fun. That's well, awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, Minefields, uh, uh, over, out. Hell yeah. See you next week. Thank In- you. Indie Wrestling Show, first show, epic success. Con. <laughs> Hit stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a uh do a Superman punch on this red button now. <laughs>